from Topeka, Kansas, and I hope that this will bring to the attention of the entire nation and particularly our legislators that we're here and we're here to stay. I'm from the Kent Gay Liberation Front at Kent State University in Kent, Ohio, and we're here because we want to see a movement for gay rights take root. Uh, I'm from Florida. We're, we're pushing for the legislation on the ERA. We need federal legislation to protect gays. The National March on Washington for Lesbian and Gay Rights is a milestone in our fight for freedom. For today, for the first time, we have all come together. Cincinnati crowd and I totally and fully and wholeheartedly endorse the five demands that have been published that you know this march is for um, you know the repeal of uh, homophobic laws the passage of, of gay and lesbian anti-discrimination laws and protection of gay children and child custody cases and all those things I wholeheartedly support it and I think that we're showing our power and our numbers and I think this will affect our nation, our nation's view of, of gay and lesbian people will see that we're a force that has to be contended with. They've got to understand something. They've got to understand something. We are not talking about crutch politics. This is not a movement from the waist down. We are talking about our right to love and to choose and to live. And I don't care about straight tolerance. And I don't care about straight understanding. You better hear me in Washington. We are demanding, we are demanding our civil rights. Congress and American people, how can you help yourself? We have come out here to help you to ease your grief-stricken hearts. Fear of gays is claustrophobia, closed mind, violence, accusation, hypocrisy, tough heart, hiding panic. This day's gay liberation can mean liberation of heterosexual dignity, social delight, 
city playfulness, country tolerance, national non-aggression, international charm and spiritedness, enlightened masculine gentleness, feminine mutual affection, granny wisdom's old-fashioned open-mindedness, diversity of the physical body politic, yay, self-acceptance of body, humor of speech, spaciousness, friendliness, sensitivity, the dignity and wisdom of the whole blue sky of the mind we stand under. society that our gay children are not acting out of defiance or self-indulgence. They're being true to their own nature. Our children are fine men and women. And we say to society that the parents and friends of lesbians and gay men will support their children. Look at us! 250,000 in the daylight! In Washington, D.C., no famines, no pestilence, no earthquakes, no floods. Oh, eat your heart out, Anita Bryant. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Anita Bryant's got to go. <coughs> Nothing could be sweeter than to find a bad is lesbian. Nothing could be finer than her sharing her vagina with a woman. Even if she tried it out for only one day, she'd find out what fun it is to be gay. But instead she saw her civil rights and dated Broward. She's a lemon. Give him the fist. Yay. Thank you. We will be free. We are everywhere. We will be free. I believe that Harvey Milk went to the mountaintop of America. I believe that Harvey Milk had gone to the top of the mountain of discrimination. He had gone to the top of the mountain of oppression. He had gone to the top of the mountain of psychological and societal debasement. And I believe that Harvey Milk, from the top of that mountain, looked down on Wichita, looked down on Kansas City, looked down on Dade County, looked down on Oklahoma, looked down on Seattle, 
Look down on Texas, look down on the Supreme Court and the Congress, and I believe that Harvey Milk saw gay people will one day be full, free, and equal citizens in this country, and it is our responsibility to come out of the wilderness, not to wander and meander and linger in the wilderness, the wilderness of despair, but to come out and realize the dream, realize the promised land, and gather our strength, our fortitude, our creativity, our initiative, and our hope and go into that promised land of dignity, pride, and respect. like this and I'm I would cry if I were if I were the type can I talk to you about love uh, that's why we're here isn't it may I remind you that love is against the law that love as we know it is a criminal activity that lovemaking involves illegal acts. We are here because we have committed them. And we enjoyed them enormously. We are an army of lovers. That is a fearful thing. We are the only minority group also that you can join overnight. In the twinkling of an eye, in fact. We who have committed the crime of loving, we are freedom with more risks than servitude ever offered. We dared to know pleasure. May I say pleasure again? I don't think it's been mentioned much today. We had guts enough to love. They tried to cover this with guilt, shame, dishonor. They made it as awful for us as they could, but it was wonderful. It is getting more wonderful. <laughs> Fellow criminals, never forget your nights in the days of your fighting for their freedom. Remember this experience. It is the tenderest, finest moment of our lives. And in the clamor for our civil rights, Always remember that they never granted them nor withdrew them. They only stole them. And remember most of all that we have so much more to give them than they have ever taken from us. We have been places. We have known things, seen, suffered, 
feared, felt, experienced, ecstasy, hell, wonder, all through our illegal acts. They have brought us the full richness of the human experience. Our freedom, finally, when they understand it at last, is theirs. So keep loving, keep making love, and soon there will be enough. Thank you. I'm from Boston, Massachusetts, and um, I think this, this, this march has brought a lot of people together in, in this place at this time, and I think that um, they should go home and spread the news and spread the energy that they've shared here at home and start bringing it into the states. I'm from Putney, Vermont. I think after this march, what we got to do is keep organizing in our towns, keep the local networking together. South Carolina! South Carolina! We just need more of the same. We've got to keep out here and let people know we're here. Well, we're from Youngstown, Ohio, and we're just looking for basic human rights. There's no other questions to be answered. There's people here from Anchorage, Fairbanks, Barrow, Valdez, Juneau, Kodiak, all over Alaska. I'm from South Nyack, New York, and I, I really hope that this will bring people together, and it has, so we can get some kind of grassroots uh, gay and lesbian movements throughout the nation. I'm from Bismarck, North Dakota, and I'm out here marching with these people because we have to show them that we're everywhere. Tyler, and I'm from West Hollywood. Hi, I'm Steve from San Francisco. My name's Rick, I'm from Denver. I'm Phoenix, and I'm from Sonoma County. My name is Betty, and I'm from Oakland. My name's Dan, I live in Forestville, California. I'm Eugene, and I'm from San Francisco. My name's Evan, and I'm from San Francisco, too, and I've lived there in the Bay Area my whole life. I'm Jen from Australia. My name is Frank, and I'm from Anderson, which is in Chester County. This is Blue. I'm from Sacramento. 
Well, my name is Tom. I'm living in L.A. now. This is Reverend Ray. I'm from West Hollywood, California. My name's Tori Osborne, and I currently live in San Francisco. This is Rick. I live in Minneapolis. Um, when I approached Troy Perry, I thought that while a train was going across Mid-America, it would be a good chance to reach out to the grassroots people that could not participate in Washington so that we could kind of do the Roosevelt tour and stop and speak to people across the country who could not participate and that way do outreach into uh, all kinds of cities. And so I think that's what the train is about. It's definitely a freedom train where if gay people and lesbians can't get to us, we are getting to them. responses at every city, people throwing flowers when we stopped off in Fort Wayne and, and uh, people getting up at 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock they had to get up in Salt Lake, Lake to get to Ogden at 6, Utah, and um, partly it's just a sense of, of momentum of sharing with other people like yourself but having to combat real life. I think if the gay people would disperse Dispersed. We've all been involved in those incidents where people, straight people, wouldn't sit next to us in the, in the car. And what's been wonderful to me is that, by and large, the conductors and the mater d' and so forth have been on our side. I mean, last night we saw the mater d' or the conductor put on a Washington gay march of Washington button. My name is Jesse Coleman. I worked for the railroad 29 years, 29 too long but this is the best trip I had. And the Mater D was willing to get in a fist fight for our right to, to not be discriminated against and to watch those little battles being fought within this, this space, this enclosed space is wonderful. And I just feel like, I mean, as, an, as a media event, as a happening, I think it's terrific. <laughs> and I think the major difference like between gay people and straight people is that they have a different history. Their history is, is a lot different. And that, that is, in my feeling, the only difference there is between gays and straights, is their difference in history. Gay people don't have a culture as like black people have. They don't have the, that support that other, other cultures, um, the Jewish um, people, the black people, um, have a certain background, they have a, a culture that gives them a certain amount of support. Gay people don't have that. That's what we're in the, we're in the process of building now. That's why I like the March in Washington is, is like a part of that, is a part of our culture. Well, you haven't seen America till you've seen Ogden, Utah at 6 a.m. in the morning. Well, I heard there was supposed to be somebody on the tracks out here. My, my name is Reverend Robert L. Harris. Harris. Mighty right, mighty right, mighty right. Yeah, I've already done it. I laid on the tracks, yes. 
the, the, this is a religious state. They appreciate me doing something like this. You, you have no rights. You have, you have no rights. What, the only, only rights you have is a turn to the Lord. Morning, God. Taking the Lord with you. God loves everybody. God loves you. discrimination from all levels of life from beginning as an early child and through all this experience we've come out of it with an, an awareness and an appreciation of freedom for everyone and for the right of every person to do and live their life exactly as they wish to do and I think that um, because of this experience gay people are special oh, I think gay people are wonderful in general I find they're real more aware of the problems of, of other minorities, more compassionate. Um, I'm seeing right now a, a pretty new thing where the men and women of, of the gay community are getting together better, learning, uh, learning that we can't afford to be divided. Washington is just one thing that we're doing. This is an ongoing movement, and we're going to make sure that the 10% to 12% of little boys and little girls that are going to grow up to be gays and lesbians are not going to be called sissy and queer and faggot and dyke because we... Because, because we are going to save our children. We have been... We have been discriminated against in penal institutions and mental institutions, and science has told you you're sick, and religion has told you you're sinful, and it ain't never going to happen again because we are no longer victims. We are the largest minority of people in the United States, and we are survivors now, and we are going to show them that we are not victims anymore. I think, um, I think gay is better because we are freer. I think 
we're stronger because we have to be. I think um, we're more tolerant of divergent opinions and lifestyles. I think, um, I think we're willing to give people a lot more room to grow and be who they need to be than other people are. I'm originally from Canada and uh, I was up there visiting in the summer and, and the trees were beautiful. The, I, I've never seen in uh, the north, uh, the, the Canadian north or, or the United States north, the trees that survive the winter come up and they're so much more beautiful than the trees that just stay in the sun all the time to me because they, they're more rugged, they're more hardy. And I was lecturing uh, at a college once and somebody said, but Robin, we just want to be, to show them we being gays want to show them being we're as good as they are and I said you're not as good as they are you are better than your oppressors and I'm not saying all straights have oppressed us but I'm specifically talking about the ones that have I grew up in a small community and it's so overwhelming well you know I have lived long enough to know that there is never enough justice you're better because when you when you come through enormous struggle and survive that struggle you have a kind of uh, strength and a kind of courage and a humor that surpasses anything that doesn't come out of people who don't struggle. As I move around our community, I find over and over again that um, our people are creative. Just here on the train, uh, these last few days as we've traveled along, just listening to some of the comments that have been made, uh, even when the little things have gone wrong, people have always had something to say. We'll work hard 13. That's our code. Yeah, I work, I work hard 13. Oh, there, uh, there was somebody back in Denver that was on the platform, the engineer, and they want to dump us in the river. <laughs> they can't figure out how to separate the cars. <laughs> they were just joking, of course. Uh, <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> People have always had something to say. And it's always been very creative, and um, uh, I'm just thankful that our people are as creative as they are. So we're very lucky as gays and lesbians to have to struggle right now because this is a very isolated period of time where the nuclear family lives in the suburbs, feel isolated, feels cut off, doesn't feel connected, and all of a sudden we've survived the oppression, we're connected, and so we are different. We're actually more fortunate, and I'm really, really happy that I was born a lesbian. People in Chicago have tried to put together a rally. Understand that they've gotten permission for us to use um, Daily Plaza. Chicago! Okay! Give me a C! Thank you all for coming and we want to welcome especially the hundred or so folks who've come to Chicago on the Freedom Train on the way to the National March on Washington. It's just great to be in the Windy City. We're all, <laughs> we're delighted to be with you and to be sharing with you and talking about gay rights. Sunday, 100,000 gay males and lesbians and their supporters will be marching in Washington, D.C., not asking but demanding that the federal government once and for all changes the laws pertaining to the rights of 22 million of its citizens. We say to you, we're going to have our 
rights. We're your children. We're not going away. We're going to keep moving until we're treated like every other citizen in this country. That's where we're at. Thank you. Gays and lesbians from all over this country, from the most repressed and uh, repressed cities and states in this country, have dared to come out of the closet and dared to meet this pain and finally step out in the open and say to everybody, the closet stand for prison and not for privacy, that we are no longer going to be victims, that we are survivors, that we are no longer asking for straight tolerance. I don't like to use the word straight because of heterosexuals are straight, we're crooked, but if we're gay, they're morose. But anyway, we're, <laughs> we're no longer asking for straight tolerance or understanding. We are the largest minority of people in the United States and we are demanding our civil rights. What makes us a little bit different than straight people is that we chose to be this way and we really had a fight to make it for us to be this way. We didn't, it wasn't thrown at us and said you have to do this. It, we did it because we wanted to and we knew what we wanted. The openness of gay people to straight people, to third world people, there's a lot more caring and sharing, a lot more showing of feelings and emotions. And it's one thing, I think one of the highest qualities of gay people is their willingness to, you know, to speak out to be out there in the world and to make a difference. This is a vacation that I'm always going to remember. It's been the best vacation I've ever had. And I thought it would just be a history-making thing to be able to go and march on Washington to show the world that who we are, that we are people, and we're tired of being abused and put down and hidden. And uh, I'm sure without any doubt, without any question, that we're going to have the biggest gathering of gay people in America, in American history, and it'll be representative of the entire spectrum of the gay population, uh, uh, racially and sexually, and uh, that it's gonna be a really great happening here. But it's really the foundation of something, it's the beginning of the new national movement. At this time, I would like to announce the winner from Miss Amtrash, Linda Blue. Let's get a few words from Linda. The hardest thing on this trip has been not to be as pretty as the girls. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you have selected for your Mr. Amtrash the one and the only Eugene Girlfriend. I said it took me nine quarts of biz and lots of trashing around and one drink and one woman's face and I got it finally. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and we love you. Love each other. Good night everybody. We'll see you in the dome car. Beers. And the guys behind me, let me tell you what happened. 
in every town, but in order to make the crowds look bigger, these guys would get off the train and come and meet us and look like they were the town coming to meet us. <laughs>